Have you ever wondered what happened to Lance Von Erich? Find out in his new book, Lance by Chance, Wrestling as a Von Erich. You'll also read stories about Chris Adams, Ric Flair, June Hernandez, and Billy Jack Haynes. And of course, the Von Erich family themselves. Get your copy today at LanceByChance.com. Working Fans Podcast, cool. Yep. All right, here we go, coming down three, two... For another week of the Working Fans Podcast, this is AJ. I'm the former wrestler. We've got Dave, the ultimate fan, here with us. As we do every week, our producer, Joe, Nate likes to make us sound good and makes us look way more professional than we actually are. As always, you can find us on Twitter. That's at Fans Working. Facebook, Working Fans Pod. We've got email where you can reach out to us and please contact us to let us know what you think of the podcast, and for any ideas that you might have, that's workingfanswrestlingpod at gmail.com. We're on Instagram, where you can keep up with us at workingfanswrestling underscore pod. And then you can now listen to us on all major platforms, including anchor.fm, we're on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, Apple Podcasts, and you can actually check us out on YouTube. Now, it's important when you go onto the Apple Podcasts and YouTube, hit that subscribe button, give us a rating, let us know what you think so you can help us out, and we can continue to do what we love and bring you guys in as fans. Fans, welcome back for the Working Fans Comedy Cast, and we were supposed to have a bigger episode last week, but a little communication, miscommunication, I messed up. And now, Whose fault is this? <laughs> That's what matters. <laughs> and now we're dropping, you know, a little extra content because, Dave, you've been a little outspoken about your fandom of coming to America yes. and how excited you were about the new one coming out. So, yes, as I, I believe I said on a podcast or a live show before, it could have just been them holding their dicks for two hours and I would have said this is the best movie I ever see. <laughs> so yes, I'm a big fan of Eddie Murphy and Arsenio Hall. I have to say, as I watch the movie, I don't know if I can recommend this movie for everybody because as I'm watching, I'm like, I don't know if this is really a good movie, but it's hitting me in all the right spots. I've heard a lot of criticism. I myself still haven't seen it. Mm. I'm not familiar with the first I one. I can see why. You got on me about that. It's like you with Caddyshack, but we'll let it slide. Yeah, I'm still working on that. I know. Scott from Voluntown. Scott Voluntown, Voluntown let me know. Even Jesse got in my inbox. He said, you know, it's on <laughs> AMC every week, brother. Just check it out. So, all right, I'm getting there, guys. I'm a busy man, but uh, yeah, I saw this. I made time for this. I loved it. It hit me all in the right feels. Without giving away any spoilers. Tons and tons of cameos, like a lot of the old crew. They got like Louis Anderson's back, the father's back, the, the girl, like everybody almost that's still alive, they got back. And tons of other cameos, just really good. A lot of 90s references, like In Vogue and Salt and Pepper are there. <laughs> just, it just hit me all in the right spots because this is a movie that came out, the original in 1988. Yeah, and you know, just it reminded me of my childhood. It felt good, and it was silly. I got a lot of silly laughs out of it, but it's not a movie that necessarily is probably going to hold up. So, if you weren't a huge fan of the first one, I don't know how you feel about this. But hey, if you got nothing going on, it's on. If you have Amazon, it's on Amazon Prime. It's free. Check it out. I super enjoyed it. Now, being a fan of the mo- the original movie, yeah. did you feel that this one lived up to the hype 
that you personally had for it? It's hard to say because it's not as good as the first one, but it gave me what I wanted. So, it, like, again, it, it gave me what I wanted. It gave me all the nostalgia. It brought back all the old characters and introduced some new ones. Wesley Snipes is absolutely ridiculous in this and stupid, and people are going to love or hate him. I found him amusing. You know, and James Earl Jones, I thought, was excellent in this, which... It's funny seeing some of these older people like, I didn't even know James Earl Jones was alive for sale. <laughs> Still. Yeah, frankly, when you said it, I was a little surprised, but mm. we've had our head in our own little podcast here for a little yeah. while, so things yeah. get by us. And I'm forgetting his name. It's John or James Omos, who was the father from Good Times, uh, McDowell, in the movie. The original I believe movie. Amos. Yeah, it might be Amos, yeah. When you said Omos, I thought it was AJ Styles' bodyguard was no, coming no, no, in. No, 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 a little crossover from the yeah. wrestling podcast. Yes. Yeah, he's in this, like I said, too, from McDowell's, and they have a McDowell's over in um, Africa now, and Zamunda. <laughs> Zamunda. Zamunda, that's where it is. Like I said, for me, it hit all the right feels. If you're a super fan, I think you'll enjoy it. It's silly, it's fun, and it's an easy hour and a half or so to, like, get by. But... Again, it's not something... I know AJ liked it. He texted us. He enjoyed it, too. Now, was he a fan of the original? Yes. Okay. Do you... Does it help to be a fan of the original? I think so. Because what I'm going to do is I'm going to watch it not being familiar with the original and kind of give you my impressions of it as a movie to, to kind of balance this out. Because if you're listening to this podcast, obviously you're here for comedy. This is arguably one of the better comedy movies. You've said it. Mm-hmm. And I'll give it for a differing opinion. So next week I'll come back with kind of my thoughts on it. Yeah, uh, yeah. No, I don't know if you're not a, if you're not overly familiar with the first movie, might not hit it for you. Uh, there's a lot of Easter eggs in this too. Like you know, they like there's a picture again. Not this isn't really a major spoiler, but there's like a picture of. Uh, do you remember the movie Trading Places? Yes. Yeah, the old men there. Yeah. Yeah. There's like a picture of them on the wall in one. Okay. Thing. Yeah. So there's a little stuff like that that. Pay tribute to some of uh, Eddie's earlier movies as well. That's interesting because a lot of these like newer reboots seem to be self-reverential. So if you're a fan of the original, you kind of get your kicks out of it like that. Yeah. But then some most of the time they try and make it so even a newer audience could enjoy it. Yeah. And putting it out free on Amazon Prime, especially during pandemic time when I would say entertainment is almost at its highest peak because... A lot of people are contained. Put it right out there. You could get millions of views. 100%. 100%. Hey, Dave Smith's going to give this two thumbs up. AJ is, but Wes, uh, you know, I said before, we are extremely biased. So, <laughs> Well, hey, we'll, I'll let you guys know what I'm thinking next week. And, guys, thank you for, you know, dropping in and listening to a little Come to America talk. Boom. All right, everybody. It's the Working Fans Comedy Cast. We got AJ Strange Brews is hanging out over here. Man, they call Dave. And today, I'm going to hit AJ with a few topics. All right? Like a, like, like a great comic once said, waka, waka, waka. One of the great... Who said that? That was Fozzie the Bear. Oh, from the Muppets. Yes. One of the great comics of all time. <laughs> Love that guy. Were you a Muppets fan? I was a fan of the Muppets because you never knew who was going to show up on there. Mm-hmm. They would get all kinds of comedians interacting with uh, puppets and that stuff. Now, I'm not when did pup- you watch the Muppets? How old were you? Probably like seven. Seven, right. And this is what you were thinking at seven. You're like, I really love, I can't wait to see who's going to show up. Today. Now, that's actually what I liked at seven. I actually yeah. liked the guest stars. and uh, mm-hmm. I didn't really like the musicians because they would get like, what is it, John Denver and stuff like that. 
but I like the comedians because you would see people like Richard Pryor show up. Don, I Nichols. think at seven I liked it because they were puppets and they made me laugh. <laughs> I I think by now we know I was a different kind of cat. I don't even know that. Uh, like I, I, that, unless you saw that later, you because I saw it. I think even younger. So. I might have been even younger. To be yeah, that's why you. I'm wondering. Like, I'm picturing even a younger version of you trying to tell me, like, my, oh, father, I simply love. I can't wait to see if prior or who's going to be I, on tonight. I should probably tell you my favorite characters on the whole show mm-hmm. were the two old men. Yeah, I mean, that's definitely, I would say, for true today, it holds up. But it's very interesting to think of a very young I mean, I, I could buy that one. I'm not going to even bust your ass on that one. It's just it's sometimes just ha- your logic for like a kid doesn't really add up to me i always find it interesting like I, at what point did you become an old man <laughs> my my father likes to say that I, I at no point was i actually really a child mm, i'd be interested <laughs> to know like uh, was there like a year or two like as soon as he started talking it was just it's all game over <laughs> so i want to hit you with with some names of some comedians and like two of them i know you'll know a lot about all right so, and I'm going to throw a few wild cards at you. All right. So this Absolutely. is called AJ's Favorites, but it might be some of AJ's least favorites. Let's find out. Let's start off with an easy one. One guy we already talked about. Tell us some impressions and stories. Fans might have already heard it about one of your favorites. Don Rickles? Uh, Don Rickles. I was going to say Don Knotts. Yeah, Don Rickles. <laughs> okay, just to be clear, Don Knotts, not one of my favorites. You know what? Can you tell me some stuff about Don Knotts? What do you think about Don Knotts? Sure. Don Knotts was more of the Jerry Lewis style of comedy, more of the physical, silly, not Did really. Did Don Knotts do stand-up the best you know? Not the best of my knowledge. To the okay. best of my knowledge, Don Knotts started off on the Andy Griffith show. Yes. He was the deputy on the show. He mm-hmm. looked older than Andy, but was considerably younger than Andy Griffith. He yeah, he always, always looked, looked old. old. Like, whenever I saw him, yeah. Even when he was finally on, like, Three's Company, I yeah. couldn't stand him. I thought, he, I thought he was obnoxious and annoying. I actually liked, I didn't like, what was it, Ralph Furley was his name on the show. I actually liked the original neighbors that were on there before, the, him, the husband and the wife, the Ropers. Yeah. I, I thought Staley they were, and Helen. I was actually a fan of the yeah. show. So. <laughs> I thought they were much more entertaining. I thought Larry, mm-hmm. the, Larry the neighbor, was also more entertaining. I, mm-hmm. I didn't like Mr. Furley at all. So Don Knotts, not really my style. <laughs> okay. So, However, Don, yeah, Don Rickles. Rickles. <laughs> Don Rickles, very much my style. Don Rickles, to me, was the kid in the neighborhood. You know, when you were growing up, how you just bust each other's stones, and that's be part of being friends. Right. He was that friend that you had that just was a ball buster, but obviously to the next level. And he was never afraid to say anything, wasn't afraid. You can't do comedy and be afraid. If you Mm -hmm. go up on stage thinking, oh my God, who am I going to insult today? What do I have to worry about? You Mm -hmm. cannot do comedy. And he, he, that is what he embodies to me. Mm. Hey, side note too. Don't think you're going to start off comedy and get paid a lot of money too. Right? Oh, fair? oh God. <laughs> if, if you're starting off comedy because you think you're going to make like Eddie Murphy money or mm-hmm. I guess we could be more current, any of the top stars out there, even those guys, believe it or not, the reason why they're still on tour constantly, unless you're Jim Gaffigan or somebody like that with a TV specials, Kevin Hart. stuff of that nature, Kevin Hart. Yeah. You're not making that kind of money. You're it's mm-hmm. it's no different than professional wrestling. Right. When you start off, you're hoping for a cup of coffee, a couple drinks, yeah. maybe some gas money. Yeah, I think I've heard wrestlers getting paid like you know hot Doritos, dogs. yeah, hot dogs, handshake, and then like even one of the comedians we had on here, Kareen Martinez, there she yeah. had uh, said they paid her in a beer. 
one night. So that was yeah. yeah. And if you're not the headliner on our like cafe show, you're probably not getting paid. Right. You're 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 just trying to get the stage time. The good thing this these days is is that there's so much technology that they're able to get tapes and videos of what they're doing. Mm-hmm. So that they can actually send that out to people who might eventually get them paid. But if you go back even, say, 15 years ago, when camera phones weren't as abundant as they are now, you didn't have people being able to tape like that. When I wrestled, you weren't able to actually tape the shows like you are now. These right. kids that are wrestling now, they have their matches on YouTube, and they've had like three matches all together. And the whole reason why is because the technology is different. Yeah. Now, let's get back to this name game here. I'm going to throw you, instead of going to the one I know you're going to have a lot of information about, I'm going to throw you a different guy. A guy, I'm not even sure if this guy's done stand-up. I know he's a comedian actor. Chevy Chase. Chevy Chase, to the best of my knowledge, was more of an improv guy. A lot of the guys who started off with Saturday Night Live and stuff like that, they came from improv troops. Mm -hmm. So whether it was the Groundlings or Second City Players or something of that nature... They came from those improv places and worked their way up to Saturday Night Live. A lot of the guys from Saturday Night Live came from SCTV. That's also where Eugene Levy came from. It's where John Candy came from. It's where Gilda Radner, who eventually went to Saturday Night Live, came from. Were you a fan of Chevy Chase? I liked Chevy Chase's physical comedy because he was Mm -hmm. a big guy. So the idea that he was able to actually take the... I don't mind physical comedy. I don't Mm -hmm. like silly physical comedy if that makes any sense okay once again to bring it back to wrestling i I know we're doing the comedy podcast right now that's fine physicality should actually make sense if you're just doing physicality just to look like a moron then it doesn't make sense and doesn't tell a story physical comedy and humor when done correctly to bring it back to three's company one of the great physical comedians of all time john ritter he didn't just throw himself around he made it make sense in the story and chevy Yeah, and Chevy Chase would do the same thing. He would make it sell. Like, if you watch Fletch, Mm. I don't know if you've ever seen any of the Fletch movies. Yeah, I recommend going back and watching those. They actually Mm. hold up very well. And here's a funny thing about Chevy Chase. As much as we enjoy him, the reason why he didn't do even more was because he's actually considered a dick in the industry. I know. That's why I actually threw him out there. I literally saw something the other day about how how he was not liked by anybody like no. universally very hated and it's yeah. amazing he did as much as he did because he was not liked but apparently he got into a brawl with bill murray on yeah. snl one time he slapped i want to say it's rob wriggle might be the guy's name i could be wrong about that but he's a comedian kind of a big guy too he slapped yeah. him in the face yeah e- and- even the last big show that he was on you remember community yeah which he was, was saying racist shit to Donald, Donald Glover. Glover. Yeah. yeah. So I, I guess Donald Glover's gotten the better out of that being now part of Star, yeah, Trek, right. Star Wars. Yeah. But I think the problem is, is like I said, Chevy Chase, extremely talented, mm-hmm. but he's the complete opposite of Bill Murray. Both yeah. of them extremely talented. People universally love Bill Murray, even though he's a Cubs fan, whereas people <laughs> hate Chevy Chase. Yeah. Bill Murray actually said on the thing about Chevy Chase, he said, when you make it big in comedy or make it big in Hollywood, you got about two years to be a jerk. You can't help yourself. But then you need to figure it out and get it out of your system. He never yeah. did. Also, apparently Chevy Chase came from money. Like he's always been like I forget they said, but like he comes from like royalty almost. And yeah, he yeah, yeah. he did, 
he wasn't one of the starving comics. When I talk about the independent wrestling and I talk about the comics that are starving coming up, those comics literally are starving and just hoping to be able to get gas enough to be able to drive to the event. That was not something Chevy Chase ever had to go through. Comic number three, Stephen Wright. Stephen Wright, not for everybody. Mm-hmm. Very dry, very smart. It, to me, he's the... I always talk about joke grenades. Mm-hmm. When you pull the pin and you have to let it go, and this is where the timing comes in. If Stephen Wright just went from joke to joke, there mm-hmm. wouldn't be time for his material to set in. Right. Because he knows how to space out his jokes and let them marinate, it gives the crowd a second to go, oh, 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 <laughs> shit. <laughs> And there's almost like, like I said, it's like a grenade. It goes off like three seconds later. If he was to just tell a joke and then go right to the next one, nobody would ever laugh because they wouldn't have time to actually think about what he was saying. Right. right. We went to see Stephen Wright. We saw him at what? Foxwoods? Yep. And I I think that, I don't know if you had known much about him beforehand. I had. I've seen some stuff with him. But I, I think even you were pleasantly surprised as to exactly how funny he was in person. Yeah, no, he's really good. I'm trying to think what I saw him in. Was he in Taxi? No, that's Christopher Lloyd. Right, 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 right. As right, Reverend right. Jim. I know he was in he was, the... He was the guy on the couch. In Half-Baked, yeah. Yeah, that's oh, yeah. the... And uh, he plays a Mountie in something. Okay. He he is he's just that dry wit that you don't see coming. And he says just common things that you don't think about on a daily basis. And then when you think about how absurd they are, it becomes much funnier. Let's go back to comedy actors for a second. Ben Stiller. Sure. See, I, I'm not comedy. He is. I'm just not sure how funny Ben Stiller is without writers. Mm. There, see, there's a problem here. And don't get me wrong. It's no different than wrestling. And once again, some people are very good when they're produced and done well. Now, he mm-hmm. did start off. He, I don't know if you're aware of this. He had a show on the original Fox Network mm-hmm. when they were first coming out where he did almost like a public access channel show. And that, to me, was when he was at his best because it was very off the cuff, very... Borderline, and then he became stereotypical. He started doing the same things over and over again. Uh, What's the guy that did uh, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure that isn't Keanu Reeves? (laughs) That isn't Keanu Reeves. Alex Winters, actually. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't he have a show? Maybe you don't remember it. Maybe I could. I have to look this up then. But Ben Stiller, do you know that would be true? I thought they might have. Oh, I don't know. Okay. I don't know. They did a lot of silly humor on there. I want to say. But once again, I'm also not into that silly, silly humor. I know people love like something about Mary. Mm Hmm. And right. not one of my, not one, <laughs> see, not one of my favorite movies. Yeah. You didn't like Dumb and Dumber or did you actually like Dumb and Dumber? I hate Dumb and Dumber. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> That's fine. I, I think that they're literally like Borat. It's playing to the lowest denominator. <laughs> hey, actually, it kind of reminds me you said, though, like good writings. I don't know if that to be the case with him, but Freddie Prince Jr. recently commented on, again, this is wrestling, though, but his father was a great comedian. Freddie Prince Sr. Now, <laughs> you know, he, yeah, he, he died at, o- yeah, he died at only 21 years old. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know. I was just, I, Freddie Prince Jr. like told, uh, I wasn't doing an interview with him. He told the best stories. And he Freddie was Prince actually, you know, the celebrity roasts. Oh, yeah. Freddie Prince, uh, the original one, was actually on the Dean Martin celebrity roasts. I forget who they were roasting, but he was actually very funny on the show. Actually, back up just for one second before I tell the story. Chevy Chase, they did a roast with him. Uh, and I think it was maybe Comedy oh. Central. And apparently, because he was so well disliked, everything was so personal and so heated, and people had agendas. That Comedy Central has never 
airing the roast again. <laughs> it's not allowed to air. Yeah, so. the problem the problem is is when people do roasts, roasts are supposed to be a tribute to someone. You're supposed right. to be saying things to someone you adore. Right. That you wouldn't normally say to them. Right. When you have somebody who's universally hated right. and you just have people coming up there, it becomes more of a yeah. oh, uh, attack. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So the Freddie Prince Jr. Uh, thing was basically, he said, though, when he was at WWE, the question he was asked was, are there writers who made people bad? And he said, well, yes. You know, and there's writers who make people good. He said, but I will tell you this. He said, there were some people that were so good you couldn't write bad for them he's like i saw some people had gets handed some bad written shit and he said they would turn it gold every time so Absolutely. i would imagine yeah there's probably comedy actors and stuff like that that are in the same boat so so here's the thing some people just have a natural natural charisma mm-hmm. how, how many things has the rock done that are just god awful and people still actually yeah. like it because of how charismatic he is. Yeah, they love that guy. Even some of the stuff that he did in wrestling, you look back at it, and if you had tried to put somebody else doing the same thing, some of the skits with like him and Mick Foley, if you had put two other people that weren't charismatic in there, Mm -hmm. it would have been the drizzling shits. And (laughs) these two just are so charismatic as individuals that it made the show. Let's end on a high note. Who is your least favorite comic? (laughs) All right, let's go out so on a bag. <laughs> let's let's be fair here. Comedy, we've talked about this before, and we use the word hate Subject. a lot. Yeah, we use the word hate a lot. We like, yeah. oh my god, I hate this. I hate that. I said least favorite. That's all. <laughs> yeah. No, no, I know, but I want to make sure. Yeah. Well, I want to I want to make sure that I'm fair here. Yeah. Anybody who takes the time to go up on stage mm-hmm. has got a tremendous amount of guts and a tremendous amount of perseverance, and it's no different than wrestling in the fact that it's an art form and. What is art to me might not be art to you, mm-hmm. might not be art to producer Joe, might not be art to somebody in mm-hmm. Renegade Wrestling. Randy it, Oscar. Exactly. It's all <laughs> it's all subjective. So that being said, my least favorite comic right now, and the one who uh, you just couldn't pay me enough to go to a show, mm. and this is going to bring it back around to the Muppets when it comes to the puppets. Mm. I cannot st- stand Jeff Dunham. I think Jeff Dunham is. <laughs> I, I I don't know at what point in your life you decide to stick your hand up a sock's ass <laughs> and talk to it. What and how that becomes funny to you? <laughs> but for some reason, there's a whole group of people out there that think that this is the funniest shit on the planet. I'm going back to our comedy cast list in this episode, and I swear there's going to be a few people who had Jeff Dunham on there. <laughs> like hey, there hey, always are. Up. Yeah. There always are. There are people that absolutely love Jeff Dunham. And like I said, I'm not saying <laughs> yeah, that, that it's not comedy for other people. Right. Absolutely it is. I, I, you just are a moron if you find that funny. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Working Fans <laughs> Comedy Cast. All right. I think that's it, folks. I think that's enough for this week. All right. So that wraps us up for this week. Thank you again for listening to the Working Fans Podcast. So as always, you can find us on Twitter at Fans Working. Our Facebook page is Working Fans Wrestling Pod. We have email where you can reach out to us and let us know what you think also. That's Working Fans Wrestling Pod at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram, Working Fans Wrestling underscore pod. And then as always, please continue to listen to us on Anchor.fm, Google 
Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, all your major platforms. If you're following us on Apple Podcasts, which we are also on now, and YouTube, please make sure you subscribe and give us a five-star rating. It helps us bring you these podcasts where we get to talk to you and talk with you every week.